You are now tuned in to DAR Media. It is the weekly Collider Commune, uh, but that'll become <laughs> the second half of the show. First, obviously up front, like always, we do the weekend wrestling, and there is a lot to get to this week. Uh, we got coming up for you today, tonight, today. The band list, quote unquote, the band list for AEW. Some oh, perceived maybe mistreatment of Ring of Honor. And this crazy news that just broke about All In apparently being on Bleacher Report Live, um, <laughs> which has left both of us just just baffled uh, as to what the deal is. But we'll start off with um, some big breaking stuff that happened the other night. Kota Ibushi shows up, finally um, joins up with the Elite, becoming the Golden mm-hmm. Elite to face off against the BCC in Blood and Guts. Um, exciting additions. I uh, think it's going to be a good, some good stuff going on in that match. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, where's been Kota Ibushi? Why hasn't he joined yet? I said, I don't know if you guys remember what exactly went down when he left NJPW, but I'm surprised to see him show his face ever again. Uh, <laughs> some of the, I'm not, I'm not going to repeat the names and the things he was talking about. Cause I don't want those people coming to find me, but, but uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So excited to see Ibushi and excited to see Pat too. I think we were just asking about where the hell is this guy at um, a couple of episodes yeah, ago. I, um, so I'm excited for both week, guys. I think last week, I don't know if I, did, did I uh, hint at Pat being, a part of it or do we i thought we talked about it last week um not 100 sure but I, I i do know i will say kota bushi and this is me personally it's about damn time man uh look i've been hearing that kota bushi was supposed to come to AEW since august 2022 august we are in the middle of fuck the dead middle of july right now it's about damn time. I don't know what his holdup was. Well, I mean, I might know. But it just took a long time to get here. And I'm glad we're finally here. And I think the one thing that, that stands out to me the most about this is that it's one thing to make your debut in a company in a in a singles match, a big-time match. It's another to make your debut in the most hellacious match that exists in the company as a part of a team. So Kota, if, if everybody thinks Kota Ibushi is crazy, I think you got your confirmation by this motherfucker deciding to show up for blood and guts. Like, he could have showed up for that, like, five-on-five five that they had at, at Forbidden Door, which would have been a lot easier. You know, he's got he's had health issues, obviously, over the last, you know, year or two. Nah, nah, man. He wants to get in the cage where... You know, with Mox and, and Pack and all, I mean, hey man, more power to him. But I am glad that Kotobushi is arriving in AEW once again. It's about damn time. Do you think Thank it's going to be a, for a run, or do you think it's going to be pretty much a one-off? I what, do you, will... what do you what do you air quote think? <laughs> uh, if I had to guess. I'd say it's it's a run. This ain't a one-off. Sounds I'm good. Very confident about that. Something that people might be uh, uh, concerned about affecting this match is this AEW band list that came out and that was shaking up the airwaves uh, on Twitter earlier on this mm. week. Yeah. Personally, um, which surprise, surprise, it's it's wrestling fans on Twitter. Uh, I think people were being a little bit hysterical about what it was. Um, most 99% of the stuff on there is stuff that you, that should have never been happening in the first place. Bloody objects flying into the crowd. Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing that. Bleeding on fans in the crowd. Not a good idea. Most of these were just things that you need to get straightened out. If you're going to become, you know, if you're going to be continue to raise which echelon you exist on in the wrestling world, if it's uh, just like, you know, if the roster has had churn and turnover and certain people of certain profile has have dropped off certain antics and certain things that you do, 
um, are going to need to be dropped off as well as you rise and become more and more of a upper tier company. And so I did not mind any of this stuff. I don't think it'll really affect anything. Um, well, really not much going on there. The pile driver thing was kind of confusing to me because it's like anybody who knows what they're doing can can make a pile driver perfectly safe. So well, I want to kind of confused about, about that, but yeah. About the band list, I want to point out, it's not a hard band. It's like a soft band, too, because you can get some of these things approved. Well, that was going to um, be my, my follow-up point at the end was yeah. uh, month, they're going to do this shit anyways, whether it's approved yeah, I, or not approved. If it's not approved, they're just going to go out there and do it, and then they're going to take the fine, and it is what it is. <laughs> I, w- I will say this, however, though, that is 100% a Warner Brothers call. <laughs> and... I don't think I'll be honest. I don't think Tony Khan really cares that much about what the wrestlers do. I think he enjoys it because he's a fan of this. I don't think the 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 QT Marshalls, the Will Washingtons, the uh, you know, I mean, Mega probably you know uh, probably cares a little bit more about it than um, than Tony does. But I don't think these people really care that much about that. I think they they want to entertain the fans. And do something enjoyable, but I think what happens is that when you are working c- more closely with the company that is giving you a ton of money, they're going to start nitpicking a little bit because they're like, "Oh, we can't have that. That's not good for advertising, especially for a company that has been struggling a little bit outside of this realm." And that's Warner Brothers. If we want to be honest, Warner Brothers Discovery has not had the greatest year in terms of their film projects, in terms of their other television uh, things. So I think they're really looking at AW like this is our cash cow, one of our cash cows going forward. So, you know, hockey doesn't bring Warner Brothers an entirely you know, large amount of revenue like it should. Unfortunately, especially especially relative to what they pay for it. That's another yeah. big, big, big thing we're talking about here is relative to what they're paying for it. AEW is basically their best money maker as far as their TV side goes. Yeah, and so you gotta you 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 gotta roll with the you know you gotta roll with what what works, but you also want to make sure that if you're rolling with this, that other platforms and other you know big time you know investors and stuff like that and and you know sponsors will look at this product and be like, okay, you're 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 putting your people at risk. You don't want a lawsuit from anybody in the crowd because. They got a, a bloody chair or a bloody, you know, anything thrown on them. So uh, there's there's different elements to it. I I did think people kind of overreacted a little bit, but there were a few things on there. Where I was like, mm, I don't like I, I, I don't think you you could have kept that. Like that one's okay. It's not gonna hurt anything. But the the crowd, most of the stuff with the crowd though, I thought that was like, yeah, because you're you're running a slippery slope. And that's not just for AEW. That's for any company, whether you're an indie, whether you're WWE, whether you're anybody. You're running a very slippery slope by allowing your talent to go into the crowd or mess with the crowd at all. Verbally saying something, that's different. But, you know, getting too close, too physical, nah, you you, you got to nip that shit in the bud. So, you know, I, I think... Uh, I do think people were overreacting, but I mean that seems like everything right now with AW, right? Everybody's overreacting to every little thing that they do. I think the only thing, there's only one thing that people weren't overreacting to today. Um, when I saw some people were a little disappointed about something and felt they were a little bit led astray. Uh, but I guess we'll get to that in, in a second. So, well, the uh, this is the next thing we we're gonna talk about, and I don't really, I don't generally, and I don't think you do, and and DAR in general, we don't really do do long form topics on things that we don't really watch or or know that much about um so i don't i was going to begin watching the ring of honor show um but then i'm hearing all these people and then seeing the cards posted that say oh well i guess maybe that's not a great idea um i don't know apparently <laughs> ring of honor has been a shit show lately it just it surprises me because people were like oh they're turning it into dark and elevation. And I said, well, I figured from the jump when they bought ring of honor, yeah, that's basically what it was going to become. And then yeah. definitely when they got rid of, of, of dark and elevation, I was like, okay, well, here we go. But from what I'm being told from what I'm hearing, uh, they're not even, it, it, they're not even doing good stuff on top. What I figured it would be 
would be you have your champions in your tag champions, your trios champs, your TV champ, your world champ in programs on the top of the card. And mm-hmm. then dark and elevation style stuff at the bottom. Um, so you could still get in those new people cycle through, get them in front of crowds, get, keep them working, keep them developing. Uh, apparently that's not happening. And apparently there's pretty much nothing set up for this pay-per-view that's on that's next Friday. Um, and it's just, I don't know what they're doing, man. Cause it seems like a pretty obvious opportunity. I always figured it would be kind of similar to, to, uh, the full sale version of NXT with a little yeah. more star power on top. And then you have the dual <laughs> promotional abilities to have your champions also work dynamite and collision and put on bad. Say, so, Hey, you can say this on ring of honor. And it doesn't sound like they're doing that. And I really don't understand. Well, I'll be honest. I think could the existence of collision almost took them a little bit off their game. If that makes sense. Um, I think it's easier it's easier for a company that has one regular weekly show along with uh well two two regular weekly shows, but basically one taping uh when they did Dynamite and Rampage. I think it was a lot easier for them to do that. Where for me, I felt like honestly, man, like honestly, they really could have just kept shooting and filming Ring of Honor. In that, uh, was it the, the AW, impact zone? The on yeah, the, the impact zone thing. So yeah. I felt like that was a that was a good space to to do it. You could have done a lot of things with that, and I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Um, I don't know why they feel the need to only film it with Collision. I guess it is hard to do the schedule, um, that way. But that's why I think you'd get one Sunday or one whatever one Sunday. I think is when they do it usually, um, out of the out of the month you do a whole bunch of wrestling, do, you know, two episodes worth. And, like, Honor, so I don't have Honor Club. My cousin has Honor Club because my cousin said Commander is on Ring of Honor a lot, so he likes to hear my my, my song. So he'll be like, yeah, I bought Honor Club just to see that motherfucker come out. And he's like, yeah, he said, the thing is, though, it don't feel like it's worthwhile. And I think it's because if I had to guess, Warner Brothers does not care about Ring of Honor or really like the concept of Ring of Honor. When <laughs> when Tony bought Ring of Honor, if Warner Brothers really cared about Ring of Honor, I think Ring of Honor would be on have a TV deal. It would have a TV deal. It would be on a club. So I think what it is is that Collision is now their big focus because Collision is the 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 like it's it's literally on par with dynamite i mean in terms of quality it's been better since it's been on and so i think ring of honor becomes like ah it's not that important for one you got claudio as champion what is claudio doing in his in his spare time right now he is working with the bcc to take it on the elite so what you could do is my opinion you could have put a kota abushi or even a kenny omega against claudio at the Ring of Honor show because it ties into your storyline. And also, Claudio has not done anything else <laughs> except be a part of the BCC versus Elite Feud. You have Mark Briscoe randomly win a title shot. You have Shane Taylor and Dalton Castle winning a title shot against Samoa Joe. Nobody really wants to see Dalton Castle versus Samoa Joe. Don't get me wrong. People like Dalton Castle. He's cool. But Samoa Joe just came from having... Uh, main event matches on Collision with CM Punk, FTR, Ricky Starks, guys like that. You don't want to see him go against Dalton Castle. Shane Taylor's cool. Um, I know a lot of people who, you know, Ring of Honor fans love Shane Taylor, but that isn't somebody who's going to draw you in to make you buy a pay-per-view. You're selling a pay-per-view. You have to sell it from a business perspective. Shane Taylor and Dalton Castle don't move that needle. That was the problem. When Ring of Honor first got taken over and they first started doing the well, tapings, especially if they're on a show that nobody watches because it's a clusterfuck, and I think it's, that's it's the like, primary fucking issue. And I think that well, so I also think it's like there's certain wrestlers, certain wrestlers just aren't going to move the needle for you no matter what. Not everybody's going to get that Nick Wayne, uh, you know, promo promo video, and then people be like, "Oh, I like this like this person." It's just not going to happen for certain people, and I think. When you put a Samoa Joe, someone who was a destroyer, in a predicament, in a position 
to go ahead and go against people that you know he's not going to lose to. And if he does lose to them, who's that? Like, does it really help them? Because you don't take them seriously anyway already. So to me, it's just you have to put more emphasis on your talent, but also the talent that's over. Dalton Castle is a bit over, but I don't think you should put him against Samoa Joe. I think you could put him against, you know, uh, somebody else. You could put him in, in, in a match with Claudio if you want. You could put him against some somebody. So I just think it was a really poor decision. And I honestly think Claudio as champion needs to end. I thought the Eddie Kingston feud would have probably given it a little bit, uh, you know, low juice for Eddie Kingston versus Claudio, which I thought was going to be the plan. And apparently it is not the plan. So with that not being a plan, what do you do? And like the like, like the undercard, who is feuding in Ring of Honor? They got uh, my man Sean Dean and, and Carly Bravo over there with Trisha Door, um, the Infantry, uh, the Mogul Embassy. I think is Trios Champions or something like that. I think or whatever it is. Um, that's it. I think it's there's just, no. You know, no, you, there's nothing I, you, there, man. You nailed it. Uh, you know, they started Collision. The show needs focus, refocus. Yeah. More care, more care taken with the way it's tiered out and the way that it's, uh, the way that it's set up to where you can sneak in those people you're trying to develop, but then have something that's a, a good draw on top. And they started this whole new other show, um, that's basically a second brand, and that is taking away the focus right now. So it's tough, man. Um, I hope they get together because there's a lot of opportunity. It is, but it's just, I've, I've said this for a while. Too many things going on. There's too many things going on with AEW in general right now. And, you know, there's too many cooks in the kitchen, so to speak, in terms of, like, input. And, and you know, like I said, Warner Brothers has a lot of power. And I don't think people really under, fully understand that. I think people get it because, obviously, they pay the money. But this ain't 2019 anymore. Uh, this ain't 2020 during the pandemic anymore either. This is a little bit of a different time. Some people might not like where this is going to end up going because I don't think Ring of Honor is going anywhere in any way, shape, or form, good or bad. It's just going to be a, like a pet project for Tony to kind of cultivate who's the next people he's going to bring up to the Collision roster, and it's going to serve as an NXT in a sense, just not nearly as good and more jumbled. I think that's the problem. That's the problem. Um, you, you're booking two shows, three shows a week, if you count Rampage, and that's five hours of television you got to book, and then you still got to book this shit. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, the, the, the concept would be different if Warner Brothers cared about Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor would mean a lot more if Warner Brothers cared about it. That's Warner Brothers not care that much about Rampage, and we see how that shit turned out. <laughs> like they just wanted some content because they needed something to replace what they would normally had on Friday nights. And they figured, well, why not go with the wrestling thing? Because it's right after SmackDown and people probably will lose people really like it and blah 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 blah. That's 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 my attempt to to be the, the corporate jackasses. Uh, but no, so like I think that's all it is. It's just that they don't care about it. If they cared about it, we would see way more, way more emphasis on Ring of Honor. And if you're a Ring of Honor fan, and my my boy, my boy hates Ring of Honor. <laughs> He's always hated Ring of Honor, so he loves that this is happening. He's like, I don't give a shit. He's like, good. He's like, Tony should have bought it in the first place. He's like, he bought, he should have bought bought it and just kept it as a library. Just bought the library and, and and kept it as that. You didn't need to bring it back to TV. You just use it for library. You know, do a streaming service for all the old Ring of Honor events, which I do agree. That was a good idea to do that, not to put on, you know these different people and, and, and stuff like that. But maybe they'll turn it around. You know, Tony goes through these points where, like, the, the booking is kind of walking in and a week later or two late, you know, a week or two later, it's better. So, Collision is still very new. I think once uh, they get used to that and maybe uh, revitalize hopefully. the way that they staff, um, who figures this stuff out, maybe it'll get a little bit better. Once they figure out who they need where and and balance it out a little bit when they're doing a whole nother, you know, a whole nother brand. Um, yeah, because to me, hopefully. if you're going to do a ring of honor brand like that, you should do it. It should be at all levels. Your guys who are your future creative and your future bookers 
they should be the ones writing and, and doing creative booking ring of honor and then getting approval from tony with input your production guys like guys you have underneath that are going to move into your production team have them work on ring of honor your you know what i'm saying everybody from at all levels should be that should be their their ground to get seasoning and get trained because a lot of the regular ring of honor uh people the refs ring announcer bobby Cruz, who's a fucking stud um people who work down there have been doing this forever and can teach those Ever. people so Perfect. i think there's a lot of opportunity and i think they're going to get it right um it's just i think we're going through a little bit of a a little bit of a clusterfuck right now because of the new show being brought in and they're they're doing a whole hell of a lot one of the things that they did speaking of Warner brothers and pissing people off <laughs> the news broke <laughs> that apparently all in is going to be on br live Ugh. um possibly exclusively now we haven't heard this many official but uh, Zarian, the, the source, is is very reliable. Um, uh, I am. Well, it, it, I am. Zarian just, is. I am fucking... is probably. I just want to point out the uh, Andrew Zarian is probably the most reliable source. That isn't, of course, Gayard Media and uh, and and Sean Ross Sapp. Uh, of course, he he actually works for the Observer, which mm, interesting. Uh, but Zarian is a very, very tapped in person. Uh, he knows a lot of this. We know we all know a lot of the same people. So um, he is probably not wrong in that. Uh, I did a little digging myself today and did not like what I was hearing. <laughs> I was busy today. I was real busy today. I had a lot going on today. So I didn't get a chance to really talk about wrestling and stuff like that but what i heard i was not a fan of i don't think that's a good idea i think it's actually bullshit to ask your fan base to pay a hundred dollars to a platform that sucks um to be quite frankly i think Blizzard report is not good at all um it's, it's a pretty shitty platform it freezes up it's really glitchy a lot of times and i think if you were going to do something big for your biggest event ever you should put it on HBO Max. That's been rumored for a long time. And then I guess something's changed. I believe that that's what happened. Something was supposed to go a certain way and something changed. What changed? I can't well, tell you. I mean, I think it's I think it's dollars and cents. I think that, you know, if they put it on HBO Max, you, you drive subscribers for $9.99. You put it on BR Live exclusively which is owned by Warner brothers, then you're 50 bucks a pop and it's going all straight to them. Um, so something in the mix there between them and Warner brothers uh, went down a road that took us here and that sucks. Well, I liken it to back in May, right? Where the collision stuff was coming along and Warner brothers, announced collision but remember there was always talk about oh yeah well punk's supposed to be a part of this and punk's supposed to do this and 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 they're supposed to announce this announce that and it's just communication between warner brothers i say communication and wrestling in general is not the best so i think that's a part of it you know i i think that's a part of it i think maybe uh aw wasn't sure where their distribution was going to come from because we we know usually when they have an event and they announce it they usually tell you that's where it's going to be. So I, you know, and I knew when I heard about all in, I heard about all in maybe in like February or May, I mean, March, but for like a month or so before they announced it, I remember I heard about it. My first thought was, Oh, here we go. HBO max. I started tweeting out like, you know, HBO max, you know, memes and shit. I was like, that makes sense. Why would you have two, two big events back to back and think you can charge people to, you know, pay 50 bucks. I mean, especially in this economy right now, Come on, brother. Let's be real. Like fifty dollars, a uh, hundred dollars in a two-week period for some wrestling, and I love wrestling, but you know, I don't. I, I, it just doesn't make like you have to put on the absolute best fucking two cards back they, to back. There has to be a combo deal or something coming with this. There just has to be because because all it out is obviously going to be on BR Live as well because all of the AEW pay per views are on BR Live. So I just would not fucking and, and BR Live and fight and things Unless, like that. They do a lot of package deals. So I would be stunned if there wasn't some kind of deal where you get both shows for eighty bucks or something like that. Unless 
unless it turns out to be that maybe All Out ends up on Max. Which, okay. yeah. And the reason why I say that, here's why I say that. We all know what the parameter. We don't know. Okay, we'll say we don't all know, but we know some of the parameters of what this 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 new deal is. Is that Warner Brothers wants more pay per views, and they want them to likely be on HBO Max. Well, because Max. it it doesn't. That was also a piece of information that came out this week. Um, and uh, you know, I think I hit you up and I said this has to be HBO Max, right? Because it said that Warner Brothers wants. AEW to put on more pay-per-views. Well, what the fuck does that got to do with the price of tea in China? Like, I don't think that many people use BR Live, so I didn't didn't think that that's what it was about, but maybe they mean either HBO Max or BR Live exclusive. Because otherwise, well, why would they care? And, and I think that's the thing. I think there's something more there because when you when you have a deal on the table as potentially Potentially, as large as this um this 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 rumored deal is, you know, shout out to one Bill Phil. Uh, it's like how, how however like large this deal is, there has to be something included with Max. I do think the problem is that Max right now as a streaming service is not doing as well as it had had done as just HBO Max. So I think there's some restructuring going on there, which might be why there's not going to be all in on there. The problem with that. Not that I know anything, but the problem with that, though, is that it makes you look terrible as a company because you went for months not telling anybody where they could watch it. And now six weeks before the show, you're like, oh, hey, it's going to be a regular pay-per-view. Just fork over 50 bucks. I think, once again, when things go uh, wrong. A regular pay-per-view, fork over 50 bucks on a on a platform that everybody fucking hates. <laughs> it's just that, if, if that's the one thing that I will say, I hate I hate Peacock, right? I, I hate the Peacock app. Um, you know, shout out shout out to my homegirl who lets me use hers because I ain't paying for that shit. But you know, I don't like the Peacock app like that. But I will say the way that WWE has it set up, it's a great way to engage people, and it's also personally a reason why I think WWE has seen an uptick. And viewership as well as people caring about it because it's if you log on a peacock and you want to watch the office or you want to watch uh fast and furious or something and you see ww in the side you're gonna click on that and in the front page you're gonna be like oh they got this money in the bank thing why not watch it there's been plenty of times i was like man i'm about to go watch something on on, on peacock real quick so they got this show on there and i go to watch it and i'm like you know what let me go and watch some ww shit real quick you know just just and so that's where I think for AEW to even gr- to grow even more, if you go on Max and you see they got Martin over here, they got Game of Thrones, they got Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, AEW right next to it on the front, that instantly puts you in it. Like there's three, four, five million people who subscribe, maybe ten, probably way more than that. If you got these people subscribing to it, that brings in more eyes. And I think it's either, it's probably Warner Brothers that's probably doing it, obviously, but they're missing the mark. I think they're missing the mark completely, and I think they should. Uh, they got to correct it. You know, I think that's one of the things they need to correct. And uh, I'm pretty sure full gear by full full gear, we'll see some AEW pay per view esque stuff on Max. If not, then something has went terribly wrong. Just like I think something has went terribly wrong <laughs> with the all in situation. Um, like I said, I, I I did some digging. Didn't like. Some of the things that I heard, <laughs> nothing's in not, nothing's in jeopardy, of course, like with with their deal and stuff like that, because that's whatever. But it's just, I didn't, I just didn't like some of the stuff, and, and I think I was told a while back that there's gonna be a lot of changes, and some people are gonna like them, some people aren't. And whoop de doop, what happened this week? There you go. Yep. So, you know, I think, look, man. You, you know, as a fan, um, the product is still going to be great. Uh, so people well, not great, but it's going to be fun. If you enjoy it, what you enjoy will still be there. But you're going to feel the presence of a company that's investing a billion dollars. Well, man, that's what it is. You got to uh, get paid all that money. Got to be a good business partner. Yeah. And like I said, I know there are people in the company of AEW who look at professional wrestling from a much different perspective than than the business people. 
And people think AEW was always going to be this thing that was super cool, punk rock type shit and, and all this other stuff. And that's just not how it works. So, you know, you have to kind of, you know, you kind of serve your your masters if you, you want to, you know, use that term. But that's just how it works, man. Um, you know, and I, I was saying this earlier, you know, uh, AW has grown considerably since 2019. And this is a result of what happens when your company grows. You know, you might not have the time for the Marco stunts getting TV time. You might not have the time to do, you know, the matches that uh, like, like Omega and Mox uh, had in Baltimore uh, at, at full gear, which made the Maryland Athletic Commission very, very unhappy. You can't yeah. do that now. You can't do that now, even though I loved it. You know, I yeah, was there had a great time. I was there too. Yeah. Yeah. Like you love that. But at the same time, man, you just can't, you know, you, you, you just can't do the same things and that's business. And, you know, as a fan, we, you know, we tend to be like, Oh, you know, the company's coming in, they're changing everything. And it's like, bro, you dealing with billions and multi-million dollar situations. They they move a lot different, and uh, you know it is what it is, man. I, I think, like I said, I think, um, and it comes back to something we were hollering about on here. I believe in the first episode we ever did. You know, do you care about certain wrestlers, or do you care about AEW thriving and continuing to exist long into the future? Because I and True and a bunch of our guys, we care about the wrestling business. We care about Absolutely. there being an alternative and another main company for people to get work and get paid by and for contributors and people like true to get paid by the more Ahem. wrestling companies there are. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. In the mail, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's in the mail. It's been in the mail for months. Yeah. It's okay. It's all the, right. Uh, I mean, but you know, the more wrestling companies there are, the more, Stuff that's going around, the more people can get paid, the more people have entryway. I, uh, people like True, people like our buddy Will Washington, those opportunities came because of the existence of AEW. So we right. want them to thrive. I care more about them thriving and getting this big, huge TV deal secured to make them financially salient and good to go on the books for many, many, many years to keep providing more opportunities for people in the rest of this. Then I care about uh, seizure cells and, uh, you know, yeah, triple triple flip diving flaming dolphin bombs off the fucking ring ropes into the apron. I care more about the wrestling business thriving and providing opportunities and places to get paid than I do about that stuff and quote unquote punk rock. And since you brought up thriving opportunities and you know the creators getting paid, there is a project that will be coming. Um, soon it will be announced uh shortly and i think speaking of warner brothers warner brothers will have something a little bit to do with that there was a there was a project that came out a year some change ago that i was a part of and um it did not get the full push that it should have gotten from warner brothers from aw in general however this go around there's a couple big bigger names attached to it and right now we are, I just want everybody to know this was listening. My next album has appearances from ev almost every single artist that was on the AEW Fight Forever soundtrack or that was on the AEW Who We Are Volume 1 album that we did in February of 2022. I just want to point this out. We're building something here as a conglomerate, as a collective. Uh, shout out to Mikey Ruckus, of course, who is the music director NAW, um, and, and that's the homie too. But you know, shout out to him, shout out to uh Omega Sparks, who we had on, you know, Blizz, shout out to Mega Ran, who is huge in his own right, and he'll be on the show at some point uh in the future. That's that's my guy. I went to see him perform in my city. You know, he was here from my, in a couple weeks ago. We chopped it up, got to talk personally and everything. Uh, good guy. I think what you're about to see now is the diversification of AW as a business. It's more than just professional wrestling. They can jump into video games now. They're getting some of their wrestlers into movies and TV shows. They're going to get into this music stuff. There's so many different avenues that you can grow your business and stand out. WWE does not do all this. They have their wrestlers go be actors, but they don't have their hands in it like they used to. You remember when The Condemned came out, Walking Tall? Yeah. It's different. AW has, has ideas. And Warner Brothers 
desperately need something to take them to the next level. And if you have music, video games, film, more television shows, that takes it to the next level. And I just want to say if 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 by some chance I happen to be a part of that, then that even furthers me wanting the wrestling business to continue to do well. So um, at the end of the day, I want to see everybody get paid. I want to see everybody get placements, checks. I want to see everybody thrive in this business because I've worked in and out of this business for about 12 years. And I've seen so many people give up on their dreams of becoming a professional wrestler because of the indies. I've seen people get fired from the biggest companies. I've seen people be stuck in catering, getting paid and not be able to live there, you know, live out and, and actually work like they want to work. Everybody deserves an opportunity. Professional wrestling succeeding. We can we need we might need another company too. I hope a third company. Yeah, you know? I hope I like, a third we, company like, gets a big TV deal. We need like we need that. The the wrestling business is so vast. There's so many different fans. I think people kind of undersell the fan base of wrestling. There's some crazy, there's some crazy motherfuckers, but like, yeah, it's it's, it's, like, it's not as big as other ones, but it's one of the most passionate and willing to pay money for stuff that they like. It's because it's it's like always in the top five to ten shows on cable. Yep. Which is like, and and you know, uh, SmackDown does huge numbers considering, and it's just like it's you know, wrestling is, wrestling is cool, cool, and to an to an extent, not maybe maybe not to me, but to a lot of other people, they they think it's cool again. People like what they see. With people love the elite. People love CM Punk. People love Roman Reigns. People like LA Knight. I am a. I have really become an LA Knight fan just in these last couple yeah. months. <laughs> and I think that I think he's got it, man. I just literally watched a video of him come out on SmackDown tonight, and I was like, "Man, this dude got it, bro! Like, he, like he's got it." That's what makes wrestling fun is that you look at guys like that and be like, "Man, this is what I watch the business for, and this is what I like to see." And you know, when Punk came back, he cut that promo when he came back, and you know, having those great matches in the the, the, the four on four FTR versus uh Bullet Club Gold, uh, you know, for they had a really good match. I guess we'll get into what's coming up tomorrow. Oh my uh, gosh! But, yeah, but like, it, like stuff like that, like professional wrestling at its core is just fucking fun. And the better the business is doing, the better it is for everybody involved. And if I just so happen to benefit from that a little bit, then I ain't mad at that either. You know, oh. same for same for all of us. Really, I'm about to yeah. say, you know, uh, you know, buy your DAR media stock now. Buy it now. <laughs> Buy them rookie cards now. I'm telling you. you yes. Uh, yeah. There'll be more to reveal about some upcoming DAR uh, media appearances. We're going to be have our faces out here in the streets. Um, yeah. So be, 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 be sure. You might, you might, you might see us pop up at uh, All Out as well in Chicago. There might be something cool. There might be something cool going down in All Out Chicago. You might see DAR pull up. So, you know, just just uh buy your stick. You're right, buy your stock now. Because once this thing takes off, it's, it's no stopping. Once it colliders. Off. Colliders come in. It's time for the colliders commune. We're gonna get into our collision preview weekly segment, which you were just referring to. Excellent, excellent, excellent match last week on the A show of professional wrestling. Uh Thanks. Bullet Club Gold. FTR put on an incredible match, and this week they've got even more to work with. We got ourselves a three-match card this week for Collision, and it's going to need to be because all three of these are going to be a battle. All three of these are going to get time, and also it's going to basically be a three-hour broadcast because Battle of the Belts is on right afterwards. Uh, yep. So excited for that. FTR, Bullet Club Gold. Two out of three falls. Let's fucking go. That's gonna be awesome, man. That is going to be awesome. Uh, you know, I saw people say FTR was not the same, and FTR was washed. I heard, I heard a lot of people say that because wash these nuts because that <laughs> match was fucking amazing. But you know what it is? I think people forget. FTR being put in matches with the guns who let's be real the guns at one point they were not in-ring guys they were not great in-ring guys they're, they're still better super now. young they're still super green yeah. and getting a lot better but still super green and were when FTR was working with them yeah and it's like so and and they're they're now working with the 
Punks, uh, you know, FTR working with Starks. They're next to Jay White and, and Juice Robinson now. So they have guys with them who they can, you know, kind of kind of take more things from. And obviously their father is Billy Gunn. But like you do have so many different people you can take things from. And I think they're getting better. But like FTR was going out there and they were working, you know, hurt for one. We know Dax is hurt. We know uh, I think Cash is a little hurt, too. So you have to think about that. And so they didn't put a lot of effort into the 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 was it the four on four and then yeah four on four matches and stuff like that and three on three. But it's because why <laughs> you know what i mean like this is a tag match uh, this is like a, a bigger tag match and you don't have to do all the work i knew and i fully trusted that when it came time to do what they needed to do that ftr would not disappoint and they once again did not disappoint you and then you putting them in where i think they thrive two out of three falls <laughs> that's that's their bag man that's that's their bag that's what they do so um I, I, I'm looking forward to this match. I wasn't ex- super excited about it when it first got announced. Like, like the like the first one got announced. I was like, ah, we've been seeing it, you know, uh, seeing them kind of few for a while. I was like, ah, I was like, it'd probably be good, but I don't care. And then it ended up. It felt like the first real time that both they actually FDRs really... is back, like doing their thing, but also that Bullet Club Gold kind of kind of got to kick it into high gear and really do what they came here to do. Um, so that was exciting to see too. And I think that this has match of the year contender written all over it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think the reason why collision is a short match card in terms of like, it doesn't have many matches is because you're about to get a shit ton of wrestling. Now, Nigel McGinnis said there's a lot of surprises in store today. So I tweet. I don't know what that means. Oh, it's going to be a fun fucking night, man. They're going to be in the Saddle Dome, Calgary, Stampede Week, one of my favorite fucking venues, my favorite show of all time, Canadian Stampede 1997. That occurred in that Love building. That um, it was also a four-match card. Um, my favorite show of all time, one of my favorite venues of all time. The whole Stampede Week is fucking cool as shit. Um, this is going to be – and wrestling has been intertwined with Stampede Week – for a hundred fucking years in that city. So it everything about this is just it's just tailor-made for me. I'm so fucking excited. This match and this show is gonna fucking rock. Um and we that, can and go that, ahead. Go ahead. No, that's why I think this is why collision is so important because it gives you a little bit of a different flavor than what we get on on dynamite, you know? And I'll be honest, I didn't actually catch most of dynamite this week um i heard people liked it said it was a decent show um i hope so but you know for me it was a pretty good it was a pretty good dynamite yeah you know um i didn't i didn't get a chance to of course you know uh check it out but i do like the fact that what you get on dynamite does not at all like (laughs) you know it, it doesn't at all fit what you get yes, on collision. That's a that's a great it's a brilliant move. It's, beautiful. it's a brilliant move to, to provide different types of shows to split your because, roster down. Because you then you cover all your bases. Because there there's not there's not many uh there's not I don't think like Raw and SmackDown kind of feel like one big show to yeah. me. You know, it just continue it just continues on. You need that something to differentiate between this show and that show and collision having its own feel, its own style perfect and i can't wait to see uh this this show um i believe i'll be able to watch it um we'll see uh what my schedule is looking like tomorrow but no nah, yeah i i really look forward to to seeing that the tag team match um there there's a i, I don't have the full card in front of me i got i got it in front of me um it's only three i think we're, we're going to be fine to go ahead and say this because we should post the show on saturday um, it's going to be Ruby Soho against Willow Nightingale for the Owen ladies, uh, final. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that a lot too, because Willow's a power worker. Ruby's a great bumper, uh, for, and she's a lot smaller, crafty. Um, there's going to be shenanigans. I think that's going to have potential to be a great match. Absolutely. No, that's going to be great. Um, I was a little bit on the fence that we talked about it last week. Uh, 
I didn't want to see Athena lose. Um, but you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> you know, like I, 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 um, I guess that goes back to the Ring of Honor thing, right? <laughs> the mistreatment of Ring of Honor. You got your women's champion over there, and she's losing in the uh in the tournament. But no, nah, man, I think uh, like I said, I, I think this is this will be this will be a really dope match. I, I mean, we've talked about this one here. I love Willow. Um, I'm a huge fan of Willow, and you know, so um, I do think that this this probably will get the most time that a women's match has gotten uh, in a in, in a while on AW. Um, Looks like that's the plan, given the match card. Yeah, so um, which is fine because I think you got two great you know two great ladies going in there, and then you have this is for the Owen, right? This is this is for yeah. this is it. Hell yeah! So. You know, in um, in fucking Calgary, man, it's fucking yeah. awesome. And the and the crowd is gonna be crazy. The crowd is gonna be hot. Um, you know, obviously the main event, well, at least what I assume will be the main event, which has to be the main event, considering what you know, what what the show is. So I, if I had to assume, I would assume FTR and Bullet Bullet Club Gold open open the show. Probably take most of the first hour. Yeah, so I think that's that's probably the plan, which is fucking awesome. Anyway, yeah. that's great. You start hot. And, you know, and then I think they'll probably put some, obviously, some filler in there. You might see some Andrade stuff. You might see some Miro stuff. And I, and I will say, I know, I know, like, you and a couple other guys, I know they were like, man, Andrade and Miro, they need more to do. I said, we got to understand, a lot of these guys are not happy about going back and forth to, yeah. to Canada, you know. It's, yeah, that it's was, uh, you kind of mentioned that, and I was thinking about it last week. I'm like, man, that's fucking crazy that they've probably left and come back all of these fucking shows yep god damn <laughs> it's in in because because i was thinking about it because i know i know the uh for dynamite the uh, the bucks were like complaining about having to get to saskatoon or something it's not something that somebody had said uh that, that somebody told me they were complaining because it's like flying right now flying is actually not as easy as it should be as well, they're all having trouble with the air travel um, yeah. I can tell you guys from experience and you can look up a lot of stories. Uh, immigrating into Canada is not fucking easy or simple nope. or fun um, at all. <laughs> um, not. So, yeah, it's fucking wild that they have left and come back all these times. Wild. But I, I yeah. guess, you know, you want to do a full summer uh, tour, summer tour of Canada and you're not doing it all, you know, uh, night in, night on, night off, night on, night off. Uh, I, I, I don't. Guess I, that's what happens. And and that's the. I think that's the crazy thing to me is that I didn't like. Like I have wondered when I saw it, I was like, are they going to stay in Canada for a month? Like rent out Airbnbs and shit, like all get together. If it had like, been me, I probably would have. I'm not fucking as a yeah, as a person who, like I said, who has done the Canada thing. Uh, I'm not fucking it's doing this six, yeah, seven too times. Much. No, this is this is way way too much. So I think you know, like I said, I, I I think that's been a hassle with a lot of guys. So if you if you see a lot of guys that aren't on the shows or, or you know on that particular show or they have a small role, they you know. There's a reason for that. I think Collision, Collision's next next episode is the one in New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's the one in New Jersey next week, right after the day after the uh, ROH pay per view. I think then you'll see all the stories come together because right now they're finishing up stories, and you know that's what it seems like. You got the the Owen tournament. Um, I just want to clarify uh, before we go on to the final. I love Canada. Canada's a beautiful place. I've had a lot of fun in Canada. I looked into moving to Canada. Not hitting on Canada. Your immigration I, is a pain in the ass. You're asking immigration is a goddamn pain in the ass. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I, will, I, will, I will say this because this is important. Um, you know, uh, Canada is great. But like you said, Getting into it, getting in is it's 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 a motherfucker. And I think if you are a performer, you don't want to have to continuously deal with that every single week. So, you know, uh I think it all I think it all turn out well. You know, they got all the guys there now and all the stuff like that. It's, it's great, it's it's fine. It's been it's been some good shows. And like I said, tomorrow, obviously, obviously, 
is going to be great. So, Punk and Ricky, what do we think? What's going down here? My my mind is saying Punk with a Stark's heel turn. Oh, okay. My heart is saying Ricky with Punk being cost by either Joe or Jay White. But the reason why I say my mind is saying Punk with a Stark's heel turn is just something about Stark's as a face. It's good, but he's just a natural heel. And well, I he's think a natural, that, he's a natural cool heel. He's a natural heel that people like and cheer for. I mean, when you hang out with Cam in real life, I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't know how cool I don't know how cool you could really be, to be honest, there. Uh, but no, man. Um I think I think Ricky needs the one thing that's missing in I think AW is a clear cut heel that's ready to take the next step. There are plenty of heels there. You know, you got your Moxley's now and the BCC, they're heels. But, like, are they really heels? Like, they're heels, but, like, are they really heels? Like, Starks is that guy who you can put in that in that position to be the cool heel who just talks shit, sink or swim. And we see Hobbs. Hobbs is kind of leaning towards now. He's, you know, we don't know what Hobbs is going to do next, right? We, we don't we don't know what that's going to be. You know, he got he's getting rid of a... Uh, you know, I mean QT that Marshall. that might be the the twist is Hobbs and Starks get back together again. You, we we could definitely see that. Which and then you got Starks the shit talker and you got Hobbs the powerhouse and they're both elevating to that next level that they both should be heading up to. Because um, you're right, Hobbs is really the only other true heel off the top of my head that I can think of that's ready to step up to that next level. I don't know if we can even. Are we going to consider the House of Black heels? Because that's the only other uh, people I can think of. I mean, they are, I guess, but it's different when it's a trio because we don't see Malachi Black wrestle singles matches really anymore at all. You know, um, he hasn't wrestled singles match uh, like a and like regularly. He hasn't done that in a long time. So I, you know, I like I would assume that there's something in the plans for Starks. I don't know what. But I just assume there's something because if he does not win, because you know, like Hobbs lost last week and Hobbs got frustrated with QT Marshall. And he was like, like you don't know if he's done with him or not. So there is something there. And I think I think you could honestly, if you wanted to, you could also run a Hobbs gets, gets mad because Starks is in the finals and he costs him something or or he could make. Make it or Hobbs could come in and also help Starks. Like there's so many different ways you can go, and I have no idea which way they're going. I mean, I can find out, but I don't have any idea, and I'm gonna keep it that way because I want to be surprised by what is going to happen. Because I think this match has a has the potential to be a classic because Starks has a distinct style, but. Starks has not really worked with someone who can challenge him mentally in the ring like Punk. Because I think Punk is probably the best mental wrestler in AEW. Maybe one of the best mental wrestlers in, in, in business period right now. But in period, really ever. But like his mental is different. He Like the way he sells, the way he does it. Like everything Punk puts together, is, is it's amazing. So work, working with somebody like Starks. I think Punk is going to have a beautiful, beautiful blank canvas to work with, and he's going to make magic. And if Starks does not win, but still walks away getting put over. That's what I was going to say. Ultimately, um, ultimately, even if he doesn't win, I think Punk's going to, they're going to have a good long time to work. And I think Punk's going to make him look awesome and still elevate him even in a loss. Now, what I will say though, and this is kind of me stirring the pot just a little bit. It is very interesting that the the final arc of CM Punk in this Owen tournament is coming to an end with this finals. And let's be clear. Usually a two out of three, three falls match usually ends a feud. So if the BC gold and FTR and in their feud, 
Punk's finishing up his story. And then we got another feud ender on Wednesday. The BCC versus the Elite feud should oh my gosh, probably here we be go. Over. Here you go with this. <laughs> probably be over. This is I like just, your this is like your flat earth. Like you're like, look at the seeds. Look at the seeds. Look, <laughs> look man, look. I am not saying anything. All I could say is this. If you'd have asked me if this was possible three months ago, I would have said no, because I knew what was going on behind the scenes. I know. If you ask me now, <laughs> no. everybody's <laughs> wrapping everybody's wrapping everything up and they got a eighty thousand. 80,000 uh, seat crowd to fucking do something big in front of in uh, about four or five weeks. It's just Can't. enough time to put something just, big like that together. Just enough time to make it happen. Because here's the thing. You're trying to sell. You, know, you already sold out this building damn near. But you want to get something that people are going to be excited about. Something that's going to push it the rest over. of the way over. Yeah. And then Did you, you see you that the the largest recorded reliably verified recorded single event attendance is 84,000 at uh one of the WrestleManias in uh Dallas recently. They mm. could break that. I think I believe they're configured for 87,000. If they do that. You're already you're already at 78, 76 I believe something like that. And then you fucking put this match together. I just I, you could you you can break look, that record probably. I think okay. So what I was saying a lot, what I believe is after this BCC in the elite feud is done, the golden elite or just the elite in general, you know, nobody knows what Kota Ibushi's gonna do, but the elite have their own scores to settle. Now, Don Callis and Kenny Omega's story is probably not all the way over. And that's where it does get a little fuzzy because maybe that's next. Maybe they bring Will Ospreay back over and then they, they do another Omega Osprey match, which is cool. I mean, that's a fucking awesome match. I'd watch it again. But I think the Bucks, I think the focus for the Young Bucks after Blood and Guts is the AEW Tag Team Championships. There's no way that we don't get the Young Bucks versus FTR at all in or all out. I don't think there's any way we get anything else except that. Now, question is, what does CM Punk do? <laughs> because I don't think, I don't think the Bucks are quite ready, which is their fault, in my opinion, that they're not ready because. Well, obviously this, they're not because if they were, uh, CM Punk would be in Blood and Guts next week. Well, I actually think the reason why they went with Pac over Punk was because technically it did make a little sense. Oh, of course, because it was the elite that hurt Pac. Yeah, so yeah. I I think it made more sense, but I don't think I don't think the elite were that I don't think the Bucks were that opposed to Punk like working with Punk. I think they feel like, and I think Punk feels this way too is that he was just tossing it out there because it offers a gateway. But if you're going to do that, you have to do it where it means something. You, you need a build-up to it. You need them in the same ring for a couple of weeks before you and w- without them physically touching each other before we get to that point. And I, I just got to say, whatever happens tomorrow night, who knows what the end of Blood and Guts will look like. Who knows what'll happen in Boston? I mean, you got the T D Garden, man. That is that is something different, man. That is, you know, that T D Garden is different, you know. You, you that's a big bit that's a big building. I just want to throw out there, um T D. You you know what they are, right? T D is a bank. Bank. Speaking of taking things to the bank, so <laughs> We got NBA pod coming back real soon. Um, we're waiting on this 
fucking Dame Lillard trade to happen. I don't know if it's going to. I think we're not going to outlast it. We got people. We got people mad at us in Salt Lake City that we're not putting out these NBA pods. We got people in Hagerstown, people you don't want mad at you in Hagerstown, mad at us for not putting out this NBA pod. Uh, We got Nets discords getting mad that we're not putting out this NBA pod. We're going to get a damn NBA pod real soon, even if this stupid Dame Litter trade doesn't happen. We got football season coming up. Uh, myself and the yes. whole crew will be riding. Um, we're going to start off with some top five power rankings uh, and then start doing some divisional uh, previews off of that. We got very exciting. Very the true exciting. God coming out with his album very soon. And again, talk about working on a bigger project. We got articles posting on definearevolution.com all the time. Awesome piece about Michael Finley just went up. Awesome piece uh, on all on all in uh, in London from a guy from the UK who was grown up with UK wrestling. Um, there's a, there's a extremely large video game article that will be going up. I just did not realize when I looked at it, <laughs> I did not realize how long, that, how long the actual, I was like, Oh, I was like, I transferred it over to my like, laptop. And I was like, Oh, this is great. I got to mean, go through. Oh shit. This is long as hell. Like, so we got right, DAR, well. we got define a revolution video game corner coming up real soon. Um, yeah. And then you can tell people about, you know, we got some other stuff coming up real soon. Nostalgia hour is not just going to be for wrestling. It's going to be for lots of things, music, movies, all kinds of things. Yeah. So for, for people who are listening, Nostalgia Hour is, you know, what we do, we're, we're sports and media. And when you're and media, like I said, right now is a very interesting time uh, in the world because we are experiencing a, the, the one of the biggest strikes I think we've ever seen in Hollywood. And I feel like it allows us a chance to go look back at not only some classic films, classic television. I mean, look, man, nostalgia is what keeps a lot of us going. If we're being honest, man, like, uh, you know, nostalgia is what is what got L.A. Knight over <laughs> as, a, as, you know, as a, as a wrestler. So I think uh, getting a chance to look back at some of the stuff, the 90s and the 2000s and you know, even some stuff in the early 2010s, because we are very far removed from the 2010s. And as someone who has a daughter that just turned 11, I absolutely <laughs> realized how fucking long ago 11 years <laughs> feels like now. And so, you know, I think, you know, getting to go look back at some G unit and some cash money and some mob deep and, 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 you know, and just, you know, maybe even get to talk to some of those guys who were, who were there for that era too, you know, if, if possible, I think that's, that's what kind of drives this, this whole thing. And, and, and also with film, man, there's so much stuff that we could talk about because film is such an extensive thing to discuss. We all have different opinions and different thoughts on films. Uh, I've seen people call films classics that I think are garbage, uh, so, you know, we'll get a chance to really tap into it. Nostalgia Hour is, is allowing us all to kind of go back and just look at the stuff that we enjoy. And I know everybody else out there has stuff that they enjoy just like us. So excited for that. Um, let's say we, we're going to have more pods coming, but it was it was this was a busy week in wrestling. Everything else was slow. Uh, basketball was slow. And on yeah. these pods, the movie, the music, the retro, uh, nostalgia, we're going to do some nostalgia hour, uh, sports, NBA. Uh, all you listeners out there might be surprised that some of the people were getting lined up to come on these pods. So be for looking sure. forward to that and be tuned in. Uh, that he is, is a for sure. Please follow the DAR Media um, Twitter. Follow True God on Twitter. Uh, follow me too if you like. I'm, I'm always available. Happy to talk. MNC VKG on Twitter. Um, you usually see me. Never mind. I'm not even going to say. Check us out. You got anything else to plug there, True? Uh, nothing too major to plug. Like I said, I got I got the album coming out with a lot of the guys from AW uh, Five Forever soundtrack on it, which is different for me because if people listen to my albums, it's just my squad on it. It's just DAR squad on it. But we're doing something a little bit different. You know, the comeback trail. We're on a comeback trail right now. DAR in general is on a comeback. So um, also we got uh, straight out of a comic book, the DAR uh, group album, comic book uh, related. So that's coming out in about a week or two. So yeah, everything's coming out in about a week or two. All the new music. Stay tuned for it. That's it. It's abundantly clear that the world of DAR Media never stops.
rolling up the smoke. Chevy on the bunny spokes. Did you like the way we float? Hop inside, oh, well, let's go. Let's go. We riding out, yeah, riding out. That's been dying to follow. I said, it's the West in here tonight. East side, but the drama been so clear tonight. All the bad bitches got nothing to fear tonight. We just rockin', smokin' something you can hear tonight. We the leaders of the new school. Follow the shit and give me a bad red bone to swallow this dick. Bitch, rollin' up the smoke. Chevy on them hundred spokes. Did you like the way we float? Hop inside, oh, well, let's go. Let's go. We riding out. Like that. It's like that. 